We're all looking to get the best value, but how can you balance saving money, hitting your financial goals while still having fun? Today, we'll go over the art of being frugal. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Whether you're pursuing a debt-free path, financial freedom, or independence, there's one skill that can help you hit your goals faster. Being frugal. Unfortunately for many, it's a loaded word that can have different meanings depending on who you're speaking with. Who doesn't have a story about someone they know who's super cheap about something? But that's not what I'm talking about. When I say frugal, I'm talking about living a rich life without spending a ton of money. It's about maximizing your dollars for the best value. So today we're going to go over ways that you can live well while spending less. And I have two guests with me. First off, Joel Larsgaard from How To Money Podcast is sharing ways couples can work together so that they're spending on what matters to them. And then next, we'll have Joel Cades of Republic Wireless. We're going to look at how technology opened up some options so you can get an affordable smartphone and family plan. Finally, we'll wrap things up with how you can weave in being frugal in your family budget that's both fun and reflects your priorities and values. We got a lot to cover, so let's get started. One of the biggest struggles I've seen and we've personally gone through is getting synced up with being frugal and what that means for you as a family. With couples, it's common to struggle for a bit with finding that line where you're both comfortable with cutting back. The real root of it is defining what priorities you each have and what you have as a family. How do you find space in your budget for those things you enjoy and love while still keeping up with your financial goals? How to money host Joel Larsgaard took some time to chat with me about how he and his wife had made a budget that they both love. You and and Matt talk about this on how to money. And I love the balance that you hit because I think certain phrases or terms when people hear they have a gut reaction, Mm -hmm. budgets, people think restrictions. Also, when you talk about frugal, they're worried, wait, does this mean I have to be that cheap person that's always (laughs) trying to get other people to pay for stuff, which isn't the case at all. So How do you decide where to cut back and where to prioritize your spending? When people, when you think frugal, I think sometimes like what you're thinking is cheap. Frugal, I think is is essentially maximizing value. And and being cheap is you're almost like like saving money at someone else's expense. It's like stiffing someone on a tip, right? We don't want to be those kind of people, but we do want frugal and we want want to find the value for our, our money. And when it comes to the things that spending money on the things that you value, that's certainly an important uh, thing for all of us. It's an important thing that Matt and I try to uh, convey. One of the ways we do that is 
we drink a craft beer on the show. Mm-hmm. We yeah. really like beer. And you know what? Good craft beer is expensive. And most people would think, oh my gosh, you just spent $18 on a bottle of and might think that, that we have no right hosting a money cast because of that, <laughs> right? But it is something that we have put aside in our budget. This is an important expense for us because we ought to figure out those few things in our lives that have value, that we're willing to spend uh, money on those things. One of the things I would suggest with the why behind your, your money, you really, really want to do like some soul searching. What are the things that move the needle needle for me? You might need to write some things down, have a talk with your spouse uh, or partner and figure that, figure that out together. Oftentimes what you'll realize is very few of the things that matter the most actually cost money. money. And a couple of those things that do, if you deprioritize spending in other areas because you've actually thoughtfully decided that these few areas are where you put more of your money, say it's the vacation. Mm-hmm. That's You want to spend $5,000 on vacation this year. You can do it. You're probably going to end up back in other areas to make that happen. But you have spent the time, had that conversation and said, this is our priority. Mm-hmm. Then it's like that desire and that willingness to cut, cut back to other areas because you, you're going to see, see the fruits labor somewhere else. Pay off down, down the road with sweet vacation. I think you hit a lot of great points. One thing in particular is, first of all, that step of defining what exactly each of you value with a lot of couples and families. You value things differently. What matters to you might not matter so much to them, but you understand, hey, this is what they put on value. From personal experience, our first money discussion, we were broke college kids. We were engaged. Our friends were like, have you guys talked about money yet? We thought this was going to be the easiest conversation because we're both (laughs) broke. Long story short, not on the same page. Had no idea, like, wait a minute, how are you going to approach this? So for us, it was kind of defining why do we spend money this way? And that can be tricky, especially when you've been married for a few years, you know, or you have kids. How do you define what really is a priority? I know I'm a fan of money challenges to test things out, but everyone's different. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, it's mm-hmm. funny because the mo- some of the most important money decisions were around things, things about money, right? They, re- they revolve around how do you like to spend your time? What are the things, things that we like to do? together as a, a family, right? I think it's really important when it comes to couples is having line items for each individual to mm-hmm. then not have to question choices, right? So I like beer. My, my wife likes beer, not as, not as much as I do. And so she's going to want to cut back on that line item, the budget. That's kind of my money then it's different and and she she doesn't um get to question how much i spend on craft beer as long as mm. it's in our budgeted amount it's the same thing like i, I use you know shampoo, shampoo costs 99 cents mm. she prefers to use, use shampoo that's like teen dollars or dollars or whatever <laughs> it's totally fine if she wants to spend her money in it because she has a certain amount to spend uh, the same as i do i think you have to give each other the freedom to, to be able to spend in some of the areas that you, you deem important as an individual and then come up with some some common things that you care about to, in order to spend money well together. Yeah, absolutely. Between the two of us, I mean, we both enjoy traveling, but I have no problem like, oh, we're on vacation. I, I've cut back here because we eat most of our meals at home. We enjoy cooking. Yeah. We enjoy, ha- well, before COVID, having people over and, and enjoying that. When we go on vacation, I want to eat out. I am already looking up hole-in-the-wall spots, local reviews, because I want to try something different, something new. My husband's more like, I just want to sit at the beach and read, you know? Yeah. 
But defining those priorities allows you then to shift money in the budget and have those discussions. Of course, you know, there is a limit. Money comes in, money goes out. How do you, you mentioned you have your own individual areas where you spend, but for those joint expenses, where do you cut back? How do you kind of compromise and finesse the budget so you're both happy with your shared expenses and those individual joys you have? I think one of the most important things is if we're talking the why behind money and picking out a few things that really matter, that really move the needle and putting more and more your budgetary resources in that direction, that again, take, takes it from being something, something like a topic of derision that you don't want to talk about as a couple to something that you're like, hey, let's talk about the budget because it's our goals, goals. There's like excitement mm-hmm. behind it, right? You are going to have to cut other areas in order to then funnel more money towards the areas, areas that matter. Matt and I are, are fans of finding the lowest line fruit, something that's going to make impact your life life you change it you can look to bigger things to cut even more this year we downsized to being a one car family we were able to make it work for our, our lifestyle and we bike more but that's something that can save you money but that's a bigger thing to, to do right <laughs> that's too drastic for a lot of folks although although with many people are working from home i would say they everybody at least put it on the table and consider it the lo- lowest in fruit when we're talking about something like that it would be like shopping your insurance policies mm-hmm. and and going with an independent agent to see if you can save potentially a thousand dollars this year on your homeowners and car insurance. That's something that people should look to. Another thing like changing your cell phone plan. The average plan I think is spending something like 75 to 77 dollars on a month on their cell phone. Plan. There yeah. are cell phone plans out there that are way less. <laughs> you yeah. get a great cell phone plan 15 a month. And so I think being willing to do that, be willing to cut in those areas where you're going to see almost no change in your daily life. What's going to do is save you money. Those are the places you should start to tackle so, uh, so you can um, allocate where your resources is towards the thing matter. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned cell phones. I use Republic Wireless. Being willing to branch out and explore, that's a great idea. Those expenses where they don't matter as much so you can experiment. Then when you see success, you'd build that uh, frugal muscle and see where else you can prioritize. So you guys are always having these great episodes, enjoying some craft beers and brews. What would you say for a couple that is listening right now for their the first step, like when they are going to have a money date, that's what we have over here. We have the craft beer. We sit down and we talk about what's coming up. That first discussion, what would you suggest to them? I mm-hmm. think a lot of times when we're t- talking about budgeting, one, one we're talking about how budgeting helps us fulfill our goals, our goal, uh, uh, things that we really want want in life. We're talking about budgeting is like, how do we cut back and make our lives miserable? And that's not, not what a budget's supposed to be. You have the actual discussion, have beer or a glass of wine, whatever it is that you like, like um, and and make it a fun t- time. Anything that you can do to mm-hmm. make the conversation not stodgy and unhelpful, it start, start it off in a way you're like, able to give each other a compliment. <laughs> My wife and I find that in our weekly meetings, other we can give uh, a couple of examples of what we're thankful for, for about each other before we begin that, that meeting, mm-hmm. starts it off on a much better note and, and we're apt to actually get places in our discussion. But yeah, I would suggest doing it in an environment that is conducive to have, to have a good conversation. That's really important. And I, to uh, other thing that can be helpful is to find a financial blog or podcast mm-hmm. that you like and, and listen to the episode that can spur some conversation. If you've listened to the same 30 minute episode, 
that's not too much, much to ask that when you get to get together for your meeting, maybe there are things that that triggered in mind about what needs to talk about when it comes to budget and what needs to be put on the table. And so, yeah, I would say find something thing in common that you can kind of launch into the conversation with, with, especially if you're kind of new getting into it, it can be helpful to have maybe a friendly third party who's trying to guide and help people with their money to start that conversation, get it rolling. Yeah, absolutely. I know we're a little partial to podcasts. We enjoy them. <laughs> yes, yes. But yes. I found that just as a listener, I found it really helpful hearing other people's stories. It's not 100% going to match, but you get ideas, you you take pieces from like, oh my goodness, that, that's great. Let me try it out yep. and start that conversation. Well, Joel, I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. If anyone's listening right now and they want to find out more, What's the best way they could reach out and grab your podcast and um, your site? Sure. Yeah. Well, if they're listening to your podcast, they type How to Money in the search bar and they can find uh, our show. You can also go to our website, howtomoney.com. We have a little face Facebook group um, where people help each other constantly. Another huge misconception people have with being frugal is that it means you're settling. You're simply going for the cheapest option. Now, don't get me wrong, price is a factor, but it's not the most important. Depending on what expense you're talking about, going for just the lowest price can actually cost you more in the long run. Instead, frugality is being focused on value. What are you getting for what you're paying? When you're looking at value, you may discover solutions and options that give you the same service or better at a fraction of the price. Take smartphones, for example. Chances are you're overpaying for your family plan. Right now, an unlimited family plan for four people can set them back about $170 to over $200 a month. You're talking about $2,000 to $2,400 each year. That's a significant amount of money. What if you could cut that bill down, maybe by half, without sacrificing service and still having an awesome phone? Years ago, when we were focused on paying off our debts, we knew we needed to reevaluate all the expenses in our budget, and we definitely had to get better with our phone plan. I did some digging around and discovered Republic Wireless. Nine years later, I'm still with them. If you're looking for a more affordable option, I think you'll enjoy this chat I had with Joel Cades. We get into how Republic Wireless works and can offer great value for families on their smartphones and plans. I appreciate you taking some time to talk with me about tech and how to get the best value, especially when it comes to smartphones. Thank you. Thank you for being a long-term member. Republic Wireless is in our 10th year. And I think you've been with us for most of those years. So it's great to be here. Yeah. Not the very beginning, but I think shortly after I've was immediately drawn by saving money. You guys have incredible rates for the plans, but what I especially appreciate and talking with a lot of families is getting the best value with tech. It is very easy (laughs) to get into this cycle of spending a ton of money, especially when you're talking about families, a big part of their budget can be their smartphone and their smartphone plan. So originally I was definitely drawn to the price, but I especially appreciate with Republic Wireless, you guys are all about the values. Oh, sure. 
really the whole origin of Republic was mm -hmm. this combination of tech and savings. It's like mm -hmm. we started within a larger company called Bandwidth. It's a big company in Raleigh that does it's more enterprise communications mm -hmm. as a platform. The founders said, you know, we make telecom technologies. Can we do something to help save ourselves and yeah. other people money on their, on their cell phone bills? So really where Republic started was this creation of what was the first and, and still the most efficient technology for putting your calls and your texts and of course mm -hmm. your data onto Wi-Fi, which was a novel concept at that time. What that does is it takes it off the cellular network and puts it onto the broadband that you're already paying for. So in a way, you're not paying twice for that cell phone service when you're at home. And we pass those savings on to the members and uh, use that technology to do so. It evolved even mm -hmm. further to how do we do the technology between the Wi-Fi and the cellular? To how, do we, how do we make smooth transitions? How do we bond those together to mm -hmm. get better coverage for our members? We keep innovating. And so mm -hmm. that's really been the heart of the company. It's how do we come up with innovations that help save people money? I definitely love, as the years gone by, how things have improved the services. I want to go back to what you were talking about, how you guys are able to offer it so cheap, which is the technology with using the Wi-Fi. Even back then, I had pretty good service because we don't realize like how much we're on Wi-Fi. Why not take advantage of that technology? It's significant savings. I mentioned like price was the big deal for us. I believe when it was just the two of us, we originally paid about a hundred a month was for two lines. And then you know, every year it kept going up. And I so that was my original draw. Yeah. I think the average is around 90 or 100 per person these days, which is insane. I mean, I see different studies that are, are different surveys that show different things. But Yeah, it varies, but it's significant because I know everyone, you know, has their own cell phone plan. But for me, it was less than $40 for two lines, you know, just based on usage because I'm using the Wi-Fi so much. I did the, the one gig, my choice plan, and then... Eventually, I think I upgraded for an extra $5, two gigs, but like I'm on Wi-Fi so much. If you're talking about a family that dropped or even a couple, $100, and then you drop down to 40, that's 60 a month, 720 a year. It that's big savings. You're into the financial independence and mm -hmm. wellness. You apply that to the compounding that goes on and you get someplace really big. We've estimated mm -hmm. that we've saved our members throughout our history based on the differences compared to an average cell phone bill over a half a billion dollars at this point in our 10th year. That's a lot. That plan that you were on, the one gig plan, mm -hmm. uh, which comes with unlimited uh, talk and text and all the data and everything over Wi-Fi, one gig of cellular Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. That is about more than 60% of our members are on that. Okay. The average of one of our members is $20 a month. So you were right in that zone. Almost a quarter mm -hmm. of our members use the unlimited talk and text for $15 a month. <sighs> no cellular data. They just game the Wi-Fi. And, or they're just working at home and or they are just hardcore with the Wi-Fi users. Believe it or not, my 17-year-old games the Wi-Fi now. Oh, okay. <laughs> she came to Republic. She looks at that as a challenge, whereas mm -hmm. most kids are 
just like one unlimited data and they're streaming all the time. Mm-hmm. She downloads her video. She downloads her podcast when she's on the Wi-Fi yeah. and then uses it outside the home when she's not on Wi-Fi. So she's really come around. And a lot of our members have that kind of attitude. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like gamifying and having fun with it. One concern when I talk with people is, okay, do you get good coverage? I know for me, most of the time I'm here based in Raleigh, but business trips around the country, we have family everywhere. I haven't had a problem with service, but one thing I liked about this, and maybe you can explain a little bit more, you also for the cell have two networks. It's Sprint and I forgot the other one. Mobile. They are both T-Mobile now. because Okay. Okay. So, but there are still these two networks out there and they had very complementary, you know, different strengths. If you're one of our members and if you ever have issues with coverage where you are most of the time, we'll send you that other SIM to try. So you're going to have coverage. Yeah. When you're not on the Wi-Fi, but yeah, you know, when you're not on the Wi-Fi, but uh, yeah, like it's, I guess it's been eight, nine years since I've been with public wireless really hasn't been an issue. Another concern but something you guys have really excelled at is the amount of options for phones. I know for some people, my husband's in this camp, like there are specific phones. He is a Pixel guy. Some people have very strong feelings. They love Samsungs, the Galaxies. I myself am a Motorola girl. Uh, like those things are so durable. You guys have released some new Motorola's in the series. Yes, we support a range of Android phones and that our Wi-Fi technology and our special technology that we build works with Android. We're not Apple at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Motorola is by far one of the most popular of the brands in terms Mm -hmm. of offer. And as you said, we just relaunched the whole line of the, the Gs. These are full feature, very high quality smartphones and the range is 149 to 349 and those are great prices yeah i mean i don't think our members mindset is oh i need to have a thousand dollar iphone i think a lot of people are changing in that regard these days too so with these motorola's Mm -hmm. uh, there's different ones have different strengths one of them has a bigger screen the power has longer battery life there's that motorola one 5g ace 5G capability and a really pristine screen. So there's some something in that line to fit everybody. Yeah. Um, we support the Samsung Galaxies, both the A series and the Super and S series. We just launched the S21, which is the new kind of flagship one. So, but that's a different, that's a different group, right? You have that choice, which I, I think is incredible. I think a lot in you know our community is about value. It's not a status symbol. At the same time, you know, if we're going to buy a phone, I want it to last for years. I'm testing out the Moto G stylus, the one that came out, because I'm working from home. I have a laptop, but then when you have kids, they're doing the remote learning during the day. Plus, you're trying to get your stuff done with work. That stylus has been incredibly helpful. I've been testing it out, and it's a very affordable price, but it doesn't feel like a cheap phone. It is a great value with that. Yes. That stylus, you know, uh, some people it's about creativity and capturing ideas. And for other people, it's just easier to do that. My daughter loves the stylus phone and 
she's more on that creative side and just always capturing something. They're wonderful films. Once again, like even on the Samsung, I mentioned the S21, but then we also saw the A21, which is the second line Galaxy mm-hmm. phones. Um, yeah. Super high quality, but only 249 instead of, you know, pushing up towards the $800 phones. Yeah. It's finding that value for you. We have members that are in just, they're diehards, Galaxies, S series, but they hold on to it till it breaks. I'm one of those that I don't mind when it, you know, comes out to get, to get a new phone, but I'm expecting it to last for years. So there's a great option for different price points because with technology, you don't want to overpay for things that you don't use. That's what I love about Republic Wireless is that you guys have great plans, different price points for how you use it. Now you have so many different phones at different price points. And you can always bring your own phone if it's an unlocked yeah. phone, you know, the unlocked Android. You can go to our site. There's a bring your own page that has a list of all the compatible phones and the model numbers for those to make sure that it's the right compatible one that works with our service. With those, all you have to do is go to the settings on your phone, look at about this phone, and the model number is going to be there. You can check a really long list of phones that are going to be compatible with the service. The other thing that we have that's a little bit newer and is a huge trend you know, more since COVID, but it really yeah. started a few years before and all about savings was kind of following the model of automobiles, which where pre-owned automobiles became a bigger, more high quality thing. That's come to the cell phone world. We have partnered with a, a company called Swappa.com. That's one of the highest rated of these. You get a quality product. Mm-hmm. And if you go to our site under shop, you'll see a, a page for Swappa. So you can go to Swappa phones and link from our page and it'll take you to a store within Swappa. So only the compatible Android phones that work with Republic will be there. For new members, you also can get a free SIM card with when you buy the the phone on Swappa and get a a month free. There's a lot of different ways to save money on smartphones and still get a quality (laughs) full featured phone that's going to serve all of your needs. You know, is it, is it going to be the flashiest showpiece that doesn't tend to be our members, you know, mm-hmm. much more independent minded concern about their budget and their finances more. So we try to serve that market and mm-hmm. really understand that market. All right. So we discuss how Joel and his wife synced up on their budget. And we also discuss an affordable option for your smartphone. But now it's really time to focus on putting a plan into action. How can the two of you weave a bit of frugality into your finances so that you're getting the most value? If you're a longtime listener, I think you know what I'm going to say. Make this a part of your next money date. It's an especially great time for it because we're hitting that mid-year. Personally, we like to do a checkup with what's been working for us and what hasn't. And if we need to shift, then doing it midpoint makes the most sense. So how do you start this conversation? Well, I'm just going to hit pause for a second. If you are listening for the first time or aren't familiar with money dates, when I talk about money dates, these are regular check-ins that you have together where you are reviewing your finances, but also your goals. 
that's really the focus of it. We see money as a tool to help you build a life that you love that revolves around the people and the projects that matter most to you. These money dates are low stress. And yes, I do consider them dates. You can go out. I know still with the pandemic, depending on the area, you may want to stay in. That's fine. But this should be a relaxed setting. I take you step by step on how to set up your money dates and your finances in my book, Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money. But I have a overview on the site as well. I'll link to both in the show notes. So we're going to keep this simple and easy. You each need to grab a sheet of paper, or for me, I prefer an index card to make sure I'm not filling up the sheet with a ton of goals. The two of you need to sit down and discuss what are the three things that you really want to see in the budget? What are priorities for you? Of course, you want to include a financial goal. Maybe you're at the stage where you're paying down your high interest debt. Maybe you're saving for emergencies or for retirement, financial freedom, whatever it is. Put those goals down for sure. But then also include a goal that matters to you. Are you someone that enjoys travel? Are you someone that enjoys getting the latest gadgets or you're a book reader? Whatever it is, put that in as well. Then go over each other's lists and see what do you have in common? What are the goals that you both agree on as being a priority? Have that be your focus for the rest of the year, getting that set up, making sure that your system is working for you. Then also discuss what are those personal fun expenses that you really appreciate that you want to see in your budget? When I interviewed Rob Bertman, who's a certified financial planner specializing with families and syncing up on their budgets, that's something that he recommended. Include those fun expenses that matter to each of you. Of course, keep it within a certain amount so that you're hitting your other financial goals, but it should be something that you show is a priority with your finances. In our case, my husband is a tech guy. Now he doesn't get all of the latest gadgets when they come out. But he is willing to spend a lot of money on a graphics card or maybe equipment that he's going to use both for work and for fun. Even in the beginning of our marriage, when we weren't making a lot of money and the budget was tight, we made sure that we calculated that he had that money to spend. For me, I love travel and books. When we first were married, these trips were much smaller, and I definitely hit the library a lot more. But we still had that within our budget because this was something that was important. So the next time you guys do a money date, define those goals, the goals that you have in common and the goals that matter to each of you and that you want to support. Make a plan to include it in the budget. You'll not only be hitting your financial goals, but enjoying the journey as well. This segment is brought to you by Republic Wireless. Looking for affordable smartphones, nationwide coverage, and plans that don't cost your family a fortune? Switch to Republic Wireless. I've been a member for around nine years and love them. Bring your own or grab one of their phones, like a Samsung Galaxy or Moto G. With plans starting at $15 a month, what's not to love? Find out all they offer at republicwireless.com. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I got as I was preparing this episode. The first is prioritize which expenses matter most to you. 
I understand most of us have several goals that we're trying to pursue. But if you're really focused on hitting them while still having some fun, you have to prioritize which of them matter most. When you both agree to the family goal and you understand each other's personal priorities, it's much easier to start allocating money. Which leads me to the second point. Focus on the big wins and the low-hanging fruits. You could definitely go line by line with your budget and optimize it. But if you're looking to get some good wins, focus on those big expenses. And then are there any expenses that the two of you agree aren't that big of a deal? With that freed up money, you can redirect it towards your more important goals. And then finally, redefine what frugal means to you. For some people, they'll always equate it with cheap, but they're really missing out on an opportunity to create a mindset that helps them build a sustainable plan with not just their finances, but their goals. And then also focus on the value that you're getting from whatever you're spending money on. I don't see spending as necessarily bad, I just think we have to be more conscious of where our money is going and why. If you want to discuss this more, perhaps bounce some ideas on how to jumpstart the conversation with your own family, please come join us in the Thriving Families Facebook group. We're there to help one another out with our family and financial goals. Just head to simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. Special thanks to our guests, who just so happen to both be named Joel. If you want to add another podcast to your playlist, please check out How to Money. Joel and Matt go over headlines while enjoying a craft brew or two. And as you heard, Republic Wireless is joining the podcast as a sponsor. I'm really thrilled about it. As a customer who's been with them for almost a decade, I appreciate their affordable plans and fantastic phones. So if you're thinking of switching over, come check out what Republic offers at simplifyandenjoy.com slash RW. As always, I'll have the links to those and other resources in the show notes so that you can be on top of your money and making it work harder for you. Next week on the podcast, summer is coming. And with that, we have family visits, barbecues with friends over and travel. We're going to talk about how we can do that safely and still save a ton of money this summer. So if you don't want to miss out on that episode, make sure you're subscribed. We're on Apple, Spotify, Overcast. You get the idea. Where you prefer to listen, we'll be there. Our theme song is from Staircases, additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, Thank you so much for your support. These episodes are based on your feedback, stories, questions, and ideas. So I really appreciate you taking the time to share them. And if you want to help out with future episodes and haven't done so already, come be a part of our community. It's free. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.